This is Honest Math Chat, and I'm Mona Eel of Mona Math. I'm a former math avoider turned math teacher cheerleader, and I'm going to get real honest with you about math classroom culture, engagement, math discussions, and all the student-centered instructional practices to help you empower your students to love and understand math deeply. So every Monday on Honest Math Chat, we're going to work together to make our classrooms places where students see themselves as mathematicians. But let's not wait. If you're ready to engage every learner and get them pumped about math, you've got to use math discussions. I welcome you to download the guide to engaging math discussions right now. Go to monamath.com slash discussions. You'll get all my best tips on how to guide on the side while getting every child meaningfully engaged in discussing their math thinking. Kristen is a math teacher that I clicked with instantly. Have you ever had that? You meet a teacher and you're like, oh yeah, we're going to get along. I have been super fortunate to have that with several of my teaching partners. However, Kristen was someone that I didn't meet in the classroom. We met online when we were both pursuing how we could support teachers outside of our own classroom. And here we are now, like two years later, online teacher math besties. Uh, And we're business buddies because we're continuing to work on coaching and supporting our fellow teachers and having just like the best year ever in their math classrooms. So I'm super excited to have Kristen on the show today. Hey, Kristen. Hey, Mona. I love that intro. And I love that it's no longer weird to be like, I met somebody from online in real life because there's so many cool ways we can connect now. And it's no longer like I was on a weird little dating app. And 100%. I met someone. <laughs> uh, speaking of, that's exactly how I met my husband. And we had to talk about like, how are we going to tell our families about this? Because it was back in, ooh, 2011 or 12 when it was still like not super cool to meet someone online or normal so yeah I love it (laughs) I love it a lot has clearly changed yeah absolutely okay tell us about yourself how you got to this moment like who you are what lights you up tell us about you All right. So, hey, everybody, if you don't know me, my name is Kristen Moore, and I am the founder of More Than Just X. I have been teaching mathematics at the high school level for the last 13 years. And when I first started education, I had big dreams of going to the district that I did my internship in. I was like, I know this textbook. I know this curriculum. I know these people. Let's do it. And then lo and behold, uh, budget cuts kind of got in the way or destiny. One of the two, you know. And I ended up at a charter school where it was fully project-based. It was competency-based. It was everything the exact opposite of what I had learned to teach. And I could not have loved it more. It was so exciting to be able to go and make the real-world connections with the students to see how math actually fit into their real lives, how I could make them come to life and believe that they were a mathematician because they weren't being tied down to this textbook. I wasn't being tied down to a textbook. So I've spent 10 years developing project-based curriculums. Uh, and teaching math through project-based learning. And now I've rejoined a more traditional school and I'm bringing the PBL flavor to those traditional teachers. And it's just been such an exciting journey for me. I love it. I feel like 
that is one of the reasons why we clicked is you worked at a charter school for a very long time and so did I. And both of those experiences for both of us kind of gave us that like flexibility to learn some things that maybe some of our colleagues in more traditional settings haven't learned yet. Right. And so love that. Love that. I also, you are my go-to girl for project-based learning. Like Everybody that I know who wants to get in, I'm like, yeah, she teaches high school, but she's the specialist. She's the expert. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. (laughs) Okay. So I know that that means that your classroom is student centered though. Oh, 100%. Right. If you're going to do project based learning, like that is a student centered classroom. So can you just kind of speak to the structures, the routines, maybe even the expectations that you have for your class in your classroom? Um, Yeah, that make it work. Yeah, absolutely. So I like to refer to myself as a chaos coordinator. And that's because if you're doing project-based learning, you've got a little bit of everything going on everywhere in the classroom all at once. So it is definitely a student-centered approach. Even if it's a teacher-created project, when you're working through project-based learning, each student is going to take it down a little bit of a different avenue. And so you've got to have some good structures in place to support that. So in my classroom, my students always kind of follow the same routine when we come in, right? Like just like a, just like in a traditional classroom, my students come in, they see what the expectation is, and we kind of just get to work. So in my class, if we're coming in and we're looking at what our overview for the day is, I'm just going to launch into that with like, hey, welcome you guys. We do a little quick around, see, uh, you know, some sort of warm up activity maybe a which one doesn't belong, a little bit of grapple time, right? I know that that Mm -hmm. is your jam, something that we can all think about and discuss with a group. And then it's, this is where we're at in our project and in our learning journey. And where are you at today? What do you need? How can you be successful? And kind of letting them go from there. Like you said, I've got high schoolers, so they're a little bit more uh, autonomous than maybe the elementary school bunch is going to be at that time. But Mm -hmm. um, making sure that my students know the routine when they come in, what to expect each and every day that gives them enough structure to support the freedom that project-based learning brings. Yeah, totally. And like, it kind of goes beyond just like the, the routines and structures too. So like, I love, I love the idea that people think that, you know, they want a student centered classroom, but sometimes they think that means it's just a free for all. And it's definitely not like we have to have really clear structures and expectations, but then how do you get your kids like motivated and engaged because there there have there has to be high schoolers that are just like cool lady i'm going to sit over here i don't care about math so where does that come in like the yeah. building of community or kind of a love for math exactly so i think you hit the nail on the head you've got to build a community in your classroom where your students are feeling comfortable with one another they begin to get comfortable with the content and eventually they they gain confidence with the content right so for me i always try to keep everything i do uh down to these three things you have to keep it real keep it relevant and keep it rigorous so every aspect of my classroom goes through those three filters real meaning it has to have some sort of real world application and it needs to be real not just mythically out in the real world, but it has to be real and tangible to my students. And that's where the relevance comes in. So I always kick off every school year with a survey for my students all about what their interests are and their aspirations so that I can make sure that throughout the whole year, whether it's in warmups or notes or a full-on PBL unit, I'm making relevant connections to their lives 
and I'm helping my students see that they have relevant connections to one another. When I can automatically help them make those connections, that gets them to have that stronger sense of community and a stronger sense of oneness, and that makes them much more comfortable to take those risks in the classroom that inherently come with project-based learning. Totally. And I I think that it's like this idea, because you said real, relevant, and rigorous. It's like, yeah, I'm not picking examples just because they're examples, but I'm picking examples that are also paired with a rigorous curriculum, right? Showing kids like, yeah, in the real world, you're going to have to do this math and it's hard, but we can figure this out together kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of, we can figure this out together. And sometimes people confuse project-based learning with just doing a project at the end and they think it's kind of this fluff piece, but really project-based learning is a whole curriculum approach where you're thinking about it from like planning out the entire lesson or not the lesson, the entire unit as this project experience where your students are going on a learning journey and they're figuring out what is it that they need to know. And that's the most exciting part is they start asking their own questions about the learning and they're needing to answer those with the content that you already kind of knew in the back of your mind they were going to need. So then they're excited to learn the math and they're more willing to engage with it at a deeper level because they know it's going to get them, uh, you know, further into their project or further down the path that they were exploring with that. Yeah, that's totally student-centered in the sense that like you have created a learning experience where students are going, wait, how does that work? Why does that work? I need to know this in order to figure this out. And then, yeah, then you're like, oh, you need to know that really good. Here's the lesson. <laughs> and they're yes. like, yes, I needed that. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I use a modern classroom approach with that. So I've got, you know, blended lessons and kind of some self-paced structures in there. And that's really been key to scaffolding my students because that lets them know they get the exact same instruction they would have gotten from me, but it's when they need it. And one group might come to the conclusion that they need to know how to use, I don't know, Pythagorean's theorem for something sooner than another group. And so they're learning that lesson and engaging with that. And then two days later, another group's like, actually, you know what might be helpful here if I knew how to get from here to here what the distance is? And I'm like, great, I have a lesson for you for that. So it's definitely student-centered in that they are kind of on their own path. I know all the all the major milestones that they need to hit along the way. Um, and, and I'm able to help guide them there. And it's just so exciting to see that in action and to see them really engage and feel like they can grow as a mathematician in the classroom. Mm -hmm. Totally. I love it so much. Um, and this, this might be making people think like, oh, this seems really hard or like, it's really overwhelming. And it is like, I think we can both agree that like, this is a whole different approach. So what would you say is like one step someone could take to like, kind of dip their toe into a student centered approach in upper grades, like in middle school or high school, and maybe not fully into PBL yet, but like, what's the first step? Yeah. Well, I think the first step in being able to have any sort of student-centered classroom, no matter what your grade level is, is making sure that you've got that really strong classroom community. And so you've got to have, you know, good community norms. I know that you uh, are a queen at establishing class norms. At the high school level, a lot of us use CKH, Capturing Kids Hearts, to help us establish norms universally which is great because our kids are going back and forth between like eight classes. And once you've got those established and you've had those times where your students get to grow in their confidence and, and grapple with tough math problems and see that they can do it, then I think the next step towards getting ready to do project-based learning is taking a project or a unit that you already know and you love 
and seeing how you can open yourself up to let the reins go a little bit. If it's a unit that you're really proud of and you know you know like the back of your hand, see where your students go with it. Frame it with an essential question. You know what the learning targets are. You know where the final trajectory is. Let your students kind of go through and grapple with some of those problems. Grapple time, Mona's favorite. <laughs> and as they do, they're going to uncover some different mathematical truths. And then you can release a lesson to them at that time. Or if it's a project that you're starting with that you've loved and you've run it in your classroom 10 times before, see if you can open that up to be a little bit more student-centered where your students are figuring out, you know, maybe just voice and choice and what their medium is, how they want to pre present that project. Or maybe it's a project that you can open up the topics a little bit so students have more voice and choice in that. Because the more that you can give them that voice and choice in the classroom, the more bought into anything that you're doing, really. Totally. Yep. Voice and choice. I love that. Write that down. Going to make that a graphic. <laughs> I love you should. Put it on a t-shirt. Yeah, Nobody, exactly. Nobody's thought of that one before. Like it. <laughs> okay. It's currently July and you have some big news in July, right? You want to tell my math friends listening about it? Uh, yes, I do. This July, I am going to be launching my own math podcast, the Modern Math Teacher Podcast, and it's going to be all about empowering secondary educators to feel like they can use these different modern math practices in their classroom. Whether that's implementing mastery-based grading, student-centered approaches, project-based learning, we're going to talk about all the things with real stories and strategies straight from my classroom to yours. And I'm so excited to be able to share that and to see the, the movement catch fire with the secondary community. Love it. Okay. It's called what? Modern Math Teacher. Okay. Modern Math Teacher. And where can everybody find you like on the internet to learn more about project-based learning and all the things you have to offer? And maybe people listening are like, oh, my husband's a math teacher or a secondary math teacher, or my best friend yeah. teaches, you know, eighth grade algebra. Right. Send them my way. You can find me on all the socials. I'm at more than just X. That's more with two O's like my last name. You can uh, hit up our Facebook group, the Modern Math Teachers Movement. If you know you or your bestie is ready to join, they're ready to light that fire and ignite and excite students in their classroom. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kristen. This was so fun. I'm super excited for this podcast and to have another one to add to my follow list. So make sure you hit follow when Kristen's podcast comes out in the middle of July. It's called the modern, wait, modern math teacher podcast. And it drops July 11th, 7-Eleven, get a free Slurpee and then get some math PD in your ears. Perfect. 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 All right. Thanks so much, Kristen. Thanks, Mona. Well, that was your dose of Honest Math Chat for today, friend. Thanks so much for listening. It would mean so much to me if you subscribed, shared this podcast with your friend, or leave a comment. <laughs> if you have not downloaded my free guide that I made in response to the questions you have all about engaging your students in math discussions, go grab it, monamath.com discussions. And if you have other questions that I haven't answered, shoot me a DM on Instagram at hellomonamath. I can't wait to chat more with you next week. Remember, we're here every Monday. I'm always listening on my way to work. When do you listen? See you soon, friends.